welcome to Sometimes Heroes, Season 2, Episode 17. My name is James, and I'll be your Game Master. Let's introduce our players. Hi, I'm Mark, and I play Gij, the Human Fighter Paladin. Hello, my name is Eric, and I play Sten, the Half-Orc Barbarian. Hi, my name's Molly, and I play Eden, the Noble Human Sorceress, slash Wizard. And I'm Winter, and I play the Elf Druid, Sariel. And it is I, Amanda, playing a new and mysterious elf that has ridden up to join the party tonight. Oh shoot, I actually forgot about that. Spooky flute. <laughs> yes, the spooky flute. Should I say her name or should I just leave it like that? Uh, you can say her name. Her name is Iria, and she is useful when looking for treasure. <laughs> Which is good, because that's what you guys are doing. Last time on Sometimes Heroes, you guys traversed the wilderness finally making your way to the long-forgotten gate of the Cold Forge, in front of which you found some gentlemen arguing, and it appeared it was about to come to blows, and you, so you decided to intervene after some argument amongst yourself. <laughs> As we do. One thing that I have to go back and sort of backpedal and retroactively figure out, I realized that I did not make it clear, but Olo intended to leave before you guys went into the uh, canyon, the foothills leading up to the Cold Forge. Does anyone want to uh, specifically fight for him to stay? Well, Sten would, will certainly approach him and, and uh, say, Olo, uh, I, know, I know you're planning on leaving, but are you, are you going to be okay? You've been, of course uh, I'm going to be okay. I am on the side of righteousness. And your plan, just to be clear, your plan isn't to die nobly. Uh, not plan A, no. Plan A is to survive nobly. Okay, that's a good plan. I like that. Because I'm going to be honest with you, uh, you've been at risk of death surprisingly frequently since I've known you. Um, not that I haven't. But also, I have no idea what I'm doing, so I'd really like you to survive. Maybe teach me in the ways of savior being and prophecy fulfilling, because I'm kind of flying blind here. So, I hope I see you again. As do I. He claps his hand on your shoulder. But don't worry, there are many other bright ones who would be pleased to be your mentor, should I fall. No, don't, no. Not, <laughs> if you're going to talk like that, I'm going to have to ask you to stay, mister. He laughs and says, do not worry, the spirits watch over me. I will make it back, I will spread the news. For every moment that Grago stands without challenge, the more join under his banner willingly. Oh god, this is just going to be a... Disaster. But that sounds great, Olo. Would we want Olo to come with us to the Cold Forge? I'm trying to think if it'd be bad for him to not go straight back. I mean, realistically, with the whole savior plan, it makes sense for him to go and spread the word. And he seems like he can take care of himself just fine. Does he? Does he, though? I think he does. I mean, even when really drunk, he was able to keep it together, sort of. Um, I suppose. Maybe not the whole time, but sort of. <laughs> Okay, then. I was going to say, Geesh was considering trying to talk him into staying, but since it doesn't seem like people aren't super hot for that idea, I won't push. Okay. Olo leaves with Galena and the Elvish family, Lerano and his sisters, with a snake-headed helmet with some antlers to strap onto it later, as you guys bought that last time. And we back to where we were at the gates of the Cold Forge. I'm ready. You guys charge forward in the direction of the gate where you heard the scuffle happening, where you hear metal on metal. And before you get there, you hear a sickening thunk of something very hard into someone's flesh. And oh then, no, old man! And then a uh, 
crumpling body, but as you breach through the thick foliage on the path, you see the older man who is not unarmed or anything. He clearly has just dropped a short sword and wears a breastplate, has fallen on his back as the orc and the human have clearly knocked him down. They do not appear to be preparing a coup de gras or anything. The human appears to be uh, bending down and rifling through his pockets. All right, Stan. How about we just go barreling in there? I'm yeah, going yeah. to drop a spare the dying on him. All right. The emergency spare the dying. Yep. And the hammer. Yeah, I, like I mean, it. well, I mean, we don't have to hit hit them. I, I guess we're all Sten and I are saying this as we're running. We don't have to hit them. Just knock them out of the way. Just knock them out of the way with the hammer. Gotcha. Yeah, just cover me as. And sorry, only Eden. Um, I don't know. Do what you feels best. Electrocute them all. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, he'll take a seat on a rock and uh, pull some popcorn mm. out of the third dimension. Fourth he'll dimension, be a bear by the one. end of this. Don't even pretend. <laughs> Okay, then, so I got my shield in front of me, and I'm going to go knock over who's to the right of him. And I assume Sten will hit who's to the left of him. All right, as your mysterious band bursts out of the tree line and attacks these gentlemen, roll initiative. Which one is the old man? The Like, the one closest to us? Or, wait, yeah, which one's the old man? Oh, that's the old man, okay. Iria critically succeeded on her initiative. That's a thing. Oh, does Iria have a token? Oh, crap, she has a token. All right, all right. Eden is not feeling very initiative-y. <laughs> Apparently not. A five is not uh, the best, and it is also currently the worst, even amongst the enemies. So Amanda, Iria, because he, she crits an initiative, is going to be super on top of this. You are not going to enter until the next round of combat, as you are much, much further away than everyone. But you are okay. going to enter from whichever angle you so please, and you are go also going to enter from stealth. Yes. Yes, I am. Just sort of automatically, because you've had the alertness to uh, understand exactly what was going on and what both parties were going to do. She likes making an entrance. All right, Sariel, as you charge forward and pop a squat on a rock, I mean, take a seat on a rock with your... <laughs> <laughs> unbelievably important no, so, words. Sariel just like slav squats down. <laughs> uh, with some uh, trail mix. What do you do next? As you see Gij and Sten preparing to sprint forward and uh, knock some dudes off of that old man. Now that you are in line of sight and not getting your information secondhand, you can see these people much more clearly. Besides the old man, they all appear to be wearing the barest semblance of a uniform. They all have a common symbol, which is three horizontal lines, the two on top black and the one on bottom is red. Let's start out with a knowledge roll. Do I know that symbol at all? Uh, roll a history. Let's start out with not knowing where my windows are. Let's let's do that one. Here we go. Why is that even open? Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I rolled an 18 in history. Awesome. The struggles were long and dire, but worth it. Uh, you immediately recognize these guys as Tehan's third line, which is a mercenary group from the Avzal. They are generally known as pretty honorable and very hard. They do not accept green recruits. Hmm. But you know that they generally don't accept jobs that aren't on the level. Okay, okay. Looks like a noble bunch of chaps. I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far. But yeah. Shaking a hand. It's important to shake a hand now and then. Right. Yeah, that's friendly. <laughs> they're actually lining up to shake that guy's hand, so they're fairly friendly, it looks like. <laughs> Uh-huh. They get paid to shake hands. I'm pretty sure that's them taking the job. Okay, so Eric Eric called it. 
I'm, I'm gonna go bear. I'm gonna go bear and I will go in with Gige and Sten, not attacking, but just trailing behind Gige. Um, not, not, I want to say almost just kind of lumbering as playfully as a giant bear can lumber. Okay, so. Just two, two dudes coming in hard and then just like a bear. So they'll think we're being chased by a bear and they won't attack us. (laughs) That's a good question is, are you chasing them or are you in front of them? Because you have the initiative. You can choose to do either. Are you, are you still leading the trail mix? <laughs> just like like a pot of honey or something. <laughs> no, we'll we'll leave we'll leave the cherry mix on the rock. We don't we don't want the food to get ruined. I no, deeply cool. encourage you to go with the idea that we're being chased by a bear. Yeah, no, and, I'll I'll yeah. trail along behind. You guys you guys led the charge. I'm just along for the ride. Here we go. Let's see let's see what this does. The real question is, are you actually trying to sell it that you are a bear chasing them? Or are you just hoping that the confusion of the situation will work? You know what? It's probably smarter to say that I'm pretending to chase them, but I feel like Sariel's just kind of like, "Here we go again." So yeah, no, she's she's just tailing along. Okay, cool. All right, Gish. Great. Okay then, Gish is struck with um, some inspiration—not inspiration that you reward, but just inspiration for the situation when you see Sariel turn to a bear. And I don't think they've seen us yet, so he'll move up thirty feet and he'll be shouting, "It's a bear! Run!" And he's gonna try and knock down. Whoever's in front of him with his shield to get to the old man. And he's hoping Sten's gonna follow his lead. Super <laughs> confusing approach. I like it. This okay, way, this, way, dunk. this way they're they're less likely to attack us and we get a nice opening. Alright, so you uh tuck behind your shield and start running forward screaming about the bear behind you. Yes. Uh, and I guess I'll drop a pers- deception uh, A deception, absolutely. Because I am saying it's a bear run. Okay. Which isn't how about quite a dis- performance. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll roll- Performance. There we go. Okay. I'll do terrible. I usually do. I rolled a 14 in performance. Not terrible. That is not bad. They're going to contest that with their insight, but uh, <laughs> we'll see what's up with that as Bear is trailing on along behind you. And for sake of the gag, I'm going to say that you guys sort of uh, moved your initiative together, so Sten yes. is up next to you. Is that okay, Eric? Um, wait, I don't get it. Oh, so you've moved me next? Basically, for the sake of your plan being like, rules correct oh i see yeah yeah yeah. it's fine i get it yeah uh sten will go next because the two guys next in initiative like you guys are doing your thing all at the same time so you technically reduced your initiative to that so during this time the uh the younger human is just sort of going through this guy's pockets and there is a hobgoblin with leather armor and a staff who seems to be sort of impassively watching sten is there anything you want to do because you can move a little further you can actually engage with these guys if you want to well, wait, did, so did Gij attack them, or did he just put them out of the way? Uh, he doesn't have the move to get there yet. Oh, I see, I see, I see. He's just stating his intention once he gets, well, does get there. Stan will play along the plan, but because this is sort of impromptu, he's not going to quite understand it. Um, and the only difference being that he's going to be yelling for them to get out of the way of the bear because it's fragile. <laughs> so get out of the way, you'll hurt the bear, get out of the way! Okay. Yes, just just barrel into someone because you're alarmed by the bear. Um, good, good one, if that was an intentional pun. Yeah, that, that was uh, Sten, make a because I imagine that Sten is a hundred percent not lying. No, this is one. Yeah, absolutely not a deception. Uh, <laughs> make a persuasion at advantage as you are being helped. Generally, fifteen in persuasion. Okay, so your all, overall confusion rating has gone up to fifteen. Good job. <laughs> we selling it, boy. We selling it. Like, what the hell is going on? So uh, the younger human 
who's wearing a rag on his head. He has light leather armor. He has a rapier on one hip, several other daggers strapped around him. Looks up, looks very confused, and rolls an insight as this uh, mess comes out of the forest at him. He does not have that as a skill. He looks up and says, Bear! And immediately starts rolling the old man towards the uh, nearest pillar, pushing him 20 feet that way, just sort of rolling him in the dust, and alerts everybody else to your presence if they hadn't been alerted already. But that is his action, as he attempts to get out of the way. The hobgoblin has black hair tucked back into a bun, generally looking pretty impassive at everything, sees this, rolls an insight. Hopefully he is better at this. No, he is not. (laughs) He looks around. He looks like, for the barest moment, just a little caught off guard, walks closer to the orc next to him, puts his hand on the orc's shoulder, and the orc's skin turns to stone, and he whispers something in his ear. Whoa. Uh, The old man is unconscious. The bugbear, which is a larger goblin kin, bound in muscle, he looks heavily armored, and has a long spear that he was casually leaning on watching these two men sort of uh, frisk this older gentleman, turns and also makes a uh, insight save. You might have confused all of them. This is going to be pretty impressive. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I just want to say impressive. now that I call this now Run from the Bear opening, and this is a move we can do to confuse and terrify our enemies as we yes. abruptly enter a fight. What's yes. the Thor plan? Is it the I'm yeah, sick? Yeah, get help. It's get, get help. help. <laughs> I, I appreciate that Sariel is just not trying to sell this at all. You don't need to. Sen and I are doing it for you. That's the best part. All you You're... have to do is be brown and fuzzy. This bugbear has black fur all over its body, except for two comedically large looking like white fur eyebrow patches that just Aww. shoot up when it turns around and it drops its spear picks its spear up again, and runs, saying nothing. (laughs) And, oh, there's one last one, which is the orc. He is going to... Aw, yeah. The last orc, who now has stone skin, looks at all of you and steps forward. He is carrying what looks to be, like, what should be a battering ram made of iron for dwarves, probably. You can see the holes through its shaft where bars should be set so you know four or five people can hold it and on either side and use it to ram down doors but he is holding it against his shoulder and says pointing at you sariel why are you all running it's a druid (laughs) and runs forward getting up in gija's face is sort of humming to himself in orcish wait the orc is humming to himself in orcish yes and he uh swings his giant, giant thing at you. His, his giant mace at you. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. His giant, um. mace, his giant clumsy <laughs> mace at you. Okay. Can we can we go back and clarify what it means to hum in orcish? Yeah, hums orcishly. How do you do that? No, he, he starts to hum a song, and, and then you start to pick out words of orcish. Okay, okay. So he starts, okay. I want to parry. Uh, he rolls a 22. You're going to parry. Yes. Uh, roll that d8. d8 plus two, I think, now, right? Yeah, I rolled a six. As he swings this uh, battering ram down, he deals 21 damage, minus six. He only deals 15 to you, Gij. Still nothing to scoff at. Nothing to scoff at, no. 
Okido. As he brings his mace around for another swing, you hear him saying, They call you Doorbreaker. <laughs> okay, this guy's awesome. I like this guy. <laughs> is is this dude singing his own theme song? <laughs> is that what's is, happening yeah. right now? Yeah. <laughs> I like this guy. He swings again. Uh, this time not hitting you, you realize that with this weapon, despite his probably massive strength, he's not as accurate as he would be with a weapon that's designed for someone his size. That's what he gets for overcompensating. And as he... Wait, how big is this thing? He's big himself, right? This thing is at least as tall as him, and it's solid iron about six inches across. He's holding it's... a battering ram and using it by himself. So it's, yeah. like he's, it's like he's doing caber toss. Pretty much. And as he swings wild over your head, but in your soul you are a painter. What? This is the best character you've ever made. I love oh, it. Oh man! Nobody hit that he's, guy. He's our <laughs> new best friend. Friendship bag. <laughs> All right, Eden, you're up. As your crew does this amazing, almost completely successful move to just confuse the entire uh, group that is in front of you. They call me Eden. And in my soul, I have lightning. That's my theme song. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like it. <laughs> Not we bad for on spot. Also, if y'all need a backup plan, uh, since he knows that Sariel Bear is a druid, then you guys can run from a scary owl if you want. Mm. So scary. And then they'll be like, oh god, Owlbear. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's what you should have done, is have... We should hang out on Sariel's head. I don't think that would have been as convincing, James. We should do Owlbear. From, no, it's I don't know convincing. about that. I'm convinced. I'm one, convinced. one dude critically failed. It would have been pretty convincing. Well, yeah. <laughs> for him. But anyway, I'm going to toss some lightning out and I'm going to aim for his big iron um, bludgeoning stick. You mean his lightning rod? Oh, I see what you did there. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> okay. You get the advantage on that, right, James? Absolutely. Ooh, hooray. Hey, hey, Sten, don't get too attached to him. I'm gonna, my heart's going to be broken. He <laughs> well, he's also exploded. made of stone. He's also made of stone currently, so. Eden threw out a witch bolt and rolled an 18 at advantage. An 18 absolutely hits his AC. Woo! At what level are you casting that? Oh, just level one. Actually, with witch bolt, I don't know if it even gives me the option. No, it doesn't. Uh, it only gives you the option once you're declaring damage, but like. Ideally, you should say so before you attack. Ah, sorry. No worries. The lightning crackles from your hands, bluish in quality, and hits the very top of his battering ram and starts to make him comically shake in front of Gij, but he appears to Aww. recover from it and is now just sort of dealing with the constant flow of juice. No, no. The... <laughs> 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 the constant weird. flow of electricity <clears throat> the constant flow of electricity down uh this lightning rod well we have managed to at the very least severely annoy him Indeed. and that is something i just imagine bender every time he gets shocked by electricity he's just like oh yeah <laughs> okay it is iria bright shadow's turn you uh have positioned yourself behind one of those pillars you see the bugbear sprint past you with a uh, comedic look of surprise on his face. <laughs> he did um, remember his spear, though. <laughs> she watches him run past and she kind of goes, eh, I'll deal with him later. And then she uh, looks around the pillar and sees the 
younger human with the older human. Which way is the younger human facing? He is currently facing towards you, but he's also like rolling an old man. Okay. Like a barrel in front of him, like push, 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 push. So on his side. Yeah. I want to sneak attack this young man. That seems reasonable because for the most part, he is looking down at this point and you are hidden to start. Okay. I'm going to use my fancy dagger, the one that goes tap, tap. What? The double one. I don't think you have that. The you have a dagger double, that goes the double tap, strike tap. dagger. I I thought I I thought we talked about this. We did. Yeah, I thought I had. For everyone's uh, understanding, this is a character that's imported from fourth edition, and in fourth edition, you got magic items up the wazoo. Like everybody yeah. has fifteen magic items, and I had to take some away. Well, what's this multi attack thing on my character sheet? Multi attack, like any other rogue of that level, you merely can make more than one attack in a round. Oh, okay. All right. Both of my hands are in a fist, but one of them looks like it's holding a dagger. Okay. And I go up to the young man and I stab him. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Wait, wow, but you did you say you around. stabbed the old man? No, young no, man. young man. Young oh, man. the young man. <laughs> okay. Um, did I say old man? I'm sorry. I didn't no, know. You said young man. You said young man. I think you said okay. it right. We just misunderstood. Young man. Sorry, go on. Young man. I'll stab you in the face, I said, young man. There you go. <laughs> We're so musical today. Just get out of this place. Okay. I roll oh, my nice. sneak attack. And okay, did so I click you're going to be the... rolling at advantage. Did I click the right dagger, James? Uh, there is no regular dagger in there, but I will add it right now. Rolling at advantage seems to have disappeared for me. What happened? I added it. No. Oh, I see now. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, the nitty gritties so... are done. Yeah. So I roll the regular dagger. There it is. Okay. Um, for my sneak attack, why are there two numbers, James? Did you roll an advantage? You roll an advantage. They're both. That's weird that they're both. I don't, None of them I, are gray. Let me just be a bug. I don't know. So uh, you don't roll sneak attack until you hit, which you did. But I just put sneak attack as an attack to make it easier to roll the damage. Oh, okay. Sneak attack happens automatically if you hit. So don't okay. worry about how high you roll for the attack. There's this sort of small elf running out from behind one of the columns with a dagger in her hand, and she goes up to the young guy and stabs him, and it hits for 25. She kind of just appears out of nowhere, it seems. Ah, you rolled a um, 25 to hit, okay? Yeah, 25 to hit. Initially, you deal 6 regular damage and 15 sneak attack damage, 21 damage overall to this young man. Young man. Yes. <laughs> You bury this dagger deep into his back, just above the shoulder blade. You, Good lord. You realize you missed a bunch of important organs, unfortunately, or on purpose. We'll never know. Yeah. And you still have one more attack. And a bonus action attack if you want to use your offhand. I'm going to grab him by the front of the shirt with one hand and hold my dagger up to his neck with the other and look him dead in the eyes and say, you better run, and I'm going to intimidate. That sounds like a grapple attack. Make a athletics at advantage. But I want to intimidate as well. I rolled a 16 in athletics. Okay. So you stab this young man and grab him by the scruff of the neck and pull him to your face. You are going to say those things, but he doesn't have a lot of time to process this as you are. You spent most of your time stabbing him. Using your words to intimidate people takes your action usually, as this is all happening very quickly. Could I have just done the intimidate without grappling him? Uh, no, because you used your attack action regardless to stab him the first time. Multi-attack, 
when you take an attack action, you can attack twice. You spent one of those attacks stabbing, one of those attacks grabbing. You can't substitute those attacks for other things. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry, Elle. Bear Plan has probably done all it's going to do. People are confused. There is now an elf uh, stabbing people, wearing a, you know dark black leather armor with red trim. Looks very uh, swanky and just stabbed a dude and is now uh, intimidating them. Weighing my options. All right, Jig, jig is up. We're, we're going to try things in reverse. Instead of starting with diplomacy, we're, we're going to go, uh-oh, stabbing is happening. Let's try to talk this down now because that always works. Yes, stabbing is always followed by <laughs> successful negotiations. <laughs> well, it, historically, it often is. Uh, so, hmm, I, I want to say Sariel's going to revert to elf form. I'm hesitating there only because I feel like Bear could probably take a battering ram blow better than elf. Uh... Stay behind me instead. Yeah, so Sariel will, uh, will resume uh, elf form. And just call out. See, now I wish I had prepped a song to like do this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll just. Oh God. What language do you call out in? Oh, shoot. What language did he use when he said it's a druid? Would Sariel have understood that? The orc spoke goblin. And I casually head over to my character sheet. Pretty rudimentary, like, low goblin. I only speak high goblin. I'm pretty sure they would understand you. It just sounds like you're using a bunch of fancy words with all the crude ones. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll use goblin. Oh, shoot. Wait. Okay, how does the song start? <laughs> no. Sorry, sorry, I will seriously just say, oh, jigs up. We don't want to fight. And I'll do that as a persuasion? Because in Sariel's mind, it really isn't a deception. Um, Okay. <laughs> Fine, James. It's great. It's gonna be great. Uh, yeah, you. roll it. Uh, it was a ten. Sometimes I get lucky. No one seems to be paying attention to you except the uh, hobgoblin in the leather armor with the staff who made somebody's skin turn to stone. He furrows his brows at you slightly, but doesn't react otherwise. And I think I'm gonna fall back a little bit, and then I'll end my turn. Okay, there is a, quite a bit of rubble here if you want to take any cover so like right here yeah or someone's writing young man there, there we go yes uh, you guys <laughs> i will go it's, there it's 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 amanda she's writing young man <laughs> oh wait no it could be molly they both have purple mm-hmm. i'm not doing it it's not me okay so sariel turns back into herself declares the intention to not fight and then like does a cool like uh, car hood slide over a rock and dives behind it <laughs> Because that's how fights end. <laughs> <laughs> Done now. I want to go home. Bye. All right, Gish. You've got a uh, large, stony-skinned, full-blooded orc in front of you who's also wearing leather armor. He has a patch hanging off his left arm with the uh, three horizontal lines who is singing as he swings this giant, giant mace at you. I've noticed. If I do a persuasion... Can I also do disengage or that's that's the full each of those are an action, right? You would have to use action surge because both of those are an action. Yes. Okay, then I'm going to disengage doorbreaker, this charming fellow. Okay. As I'm sure Stim will want to hug him very shortly. Goddamn right I will. And teach him the power of friendship. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, man, I want to, I can't knock young man down, 
because he's being grappled. So I'll run up to... I'm going to run around this elf, even though that's an extreme danger, because I have no clue what they're about. That elf does have her uh, hands full of a uh, young man. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, wow. So I feel it's, it's probably a decent chance she won't attack me, and I'll head for the old man. And as I do this, I'll shout out in Low Goblin, I'm a paladin saloon, and it's my duty to protect hurt travelers. And then I'll say, I don't know who this elf is. And I will roll a persuasion. And I use my action search, of course, because I did two actions. Disengage and the persuasion. Right. So you're telling them you're a paladin of saloon and you want to uh, protect travelers. So you are and I don't know telling this elf. them that this is why the violence is happening. <laughs> yes. And I don't know who this elf is. <laughs> ah, okay. That's essential. Because they'll be like, why are you stabbing us? I don't know. Not with me. Okay. Persuasion. I rolled a 16, James. All right. Uh, it's going to wait on their turns to come around but they sure. uh you notice especially the man with the staff the hobgoblin looks over at you and does sort of a not a not a double take but he does squint at your regalia and then like you see awareness in his eyes nice all right sten give him the power right. chip sten well i'm i'm not actually going to hug him but i am going to yell hey i don't know who you are but i'm the savior of the orcs i'm going to be the new king I'm here to save you all, <laughs> so uh, we got your back. Don't worry about that little lightning thing going on. It's going to be fine. Hey. It tickles. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm going to... So who's... Okay, who's... who's? Can I ping? Who is the... Here, I'm going to put my token on him, just temporarily. Who is this guy? That is Young like, Man. Oh, that, okay, that's Young, young Man. Young okay. Man. Then I'm going to go and attack Young Man <laughs> with my oh, hammer. Oh, no! What? Poor Young Man. He's getting the crap kicked out of him. Well, i got to attack somebody. I'm Sten. Uh, you are going to make this attack at advantage because he's currently being grappled. Sten, no. Eerie is glaring at you. Well, I I shouldn't attack young man. Well, I mean, if I'm being glared, I who am I? Who's this guy over here? I am I am 100 imagining this is happening in character. Everyone's standing quietly in field like this is a JRPG, and Sten like like well who's this? And he walks over and points at them. <laughs> I, I feel like Sten actually is going to just spin about in confusion for a moment, and then just start singing in intimidation, <clears throat> um, <laughs> something like, "I'm Sten, best friends with the doorbreaker." Fulfilling prophecies with ease, I'm Stan. <laughs> it's going to turn into a rap battle any second. <laughs> right. if you're not careful. But he just said he was friends. It's not a rap battle. Can I like go into like, I, I can do a defensive stance, right? That's a thing. Yes. Are you, are you attempting to make a social action or are you just moving up and so you're I'm, menacing two people? I'm attempting to make a social action, but it's a very confused social action. Mostly trying to broadcast my attempted friendship at Doorbreaker, who I realize is not actually called Doorbreaker, but I like calling him that. I think he okay. is called Doorbreaker. I think his weapon is called Doorbreaker. Ah, uh, right. So as you approach getting within range to menace young man and Doorbreaker, you tell uh, Doorbreaker that you're the the uh, savior of the orcs? Yes. I want you to make I a persuade. In for critical something. No, it's actually about as boring as you can get. Ten. Hi, uh, can we be friends? Damn it, street meat. I mean, doorbreaker. So his song has a theme. His weapon has a theme song. Interesting. Yeah. My weapon needs a theme song. I'm realizing I'm missing some things. No, your weapon's bad. You don't want to make a theme song for it. No, not that weapon. The good weapon, the hammer. Oh, your hammer. Okay. So it is going to back to uh, this Motley Crew's turn. Uh, Shanks is sort of surprised, has one hand reaching over his 
shoulder to like grab at where the dagger is unconsciously, but he turns his head back to the man with the staff for confirmation. He like is clearly asking what to do because this situation is just so weird. <laughs> and you hear him yell back, boss, what do we do? And he is going to uh, move his turn back underneath the boss who this boss is going to wind is going to billow around him he is going to raise into the air about 20 feet rapidly he <laughs> looks down and points with his staff you claim to be a paladin of saloon and yet you attack us on the very road this man that you want to protect he owes us he attempts to break a contract we will not kill him we will leave him alive but beaten now cease this it's not the worst pitch, all things considered. Sariel from behind the uh, pillar of rocks. It's actually pretty legit, guys. <laughs> there is a moment as he and his men wait. Although you do notice that the bugbear has like recovered its wits now that his boss is flying in the air behind him and yelling about stuff. So is there a temporary hold on the battle then? Yes. You guys could use this moment to uh, like jump them in initiative or talk to them. Okay. So first things first, I want to see how badly hurt the old man is. Uh, roll a medicine check. Yay! I hope I do good. Well, I rolled a two. I hurt the He's old man. He's dead. Um, Jesus. I'm just going to heal the old man. I mean, I think that will probably lend more credence to what I do anyway. So I'm going to drop a... Um, I'm going to drop a <laughs> cure wounds on him. Guess it was one. There we go. I, I almost I... want to force an action because that's an unreasonable action to take if you think he's actually dead. Oh, um, Oh, you're right. Yeah, if I think he's dead, then yeah, I'm gonna try to spare the dying. So I'm gonna quickly, quickly grab my my holy well, symbol. Okay, so even that is an un unreasonable action because if he's dead, dead. Like if you reach down and there's no pulse, no, not moving. Like you're clearly wrong. <laughs> James, how many times have you seen me try to spare the dying people who are already dead? No, that's true. But you you gotta you gotta you gotta roll with it. You can't just be like, oh, then I do this. You have to be like, right? Yeah. Oh, so he's if dead. I think, like. So Dude. if I think he's dead, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to shout out, I think he's dead. And I'm going to quickly try and do spare the dying and I'll grab my holy symbol. And I assume they'll see my hands start to glow with moonlight. So they see that I actually am trying to help the old man. So JK, I don't do cure wounds. I do spare the dying. Okay. Hmm. That's okay. I generally want something bad to come from a critical fail rather than just a comedic inconvenience. But that's fine. Do you want me to say I wasted a spell in the process? James, James wants the fight to resume so that I can turn into a bear again and go hug our new friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I, actually, I think that's a fine uh, loss, is you're basically going to burn a spell when you don't need Sure. To. Okay. I'll say I wasted a spell for, because of the critical fail. The old man immediately snaps to consciousness, and a moment after you do this, your magic sort of telling you that you poured a lot of energy into this man, and he was at worst concussed and pretty badly bruised. Keys will then shout back, no, wait, it's okay. He's not dead. I'm getting better. I got um, better. And then Gij will throw up his free hand. He'll be like, everyone stop fighting. We don't need to attack them. <clears throat> it would be best and, if you called off your dogs. Um, at that, Gij will uh, help the man sit up. We don't have any dogs, which is actually pointing out a significant problem with our party composition. It's true. He looks specifically to Iria and Eden, who is still currently zapping uh, Doorbreaker. He asked them to stop attacking so that we could talk it out. But as he's sitting the man up, he's like, he'll look at Eerie and say, I have no clue who you are. Please stop attacking people. Eden Doorbreaker takes an additional 11 damage as 
he is standing there like gritting his teeth as electricity see it just like transferring through his mouth oh okay i'll stop but i have a look on my face that says i mean business so don't make any sudden moves (laughs) so iria it appears the uh fight has ground to a halt and the man in front of you turns to you like kind of uh messed up teeth smiles breathes in your face it's real gross says fight's over love Iria's going to smile back and say, I don't think I ever stopped fighting. And she's going to roll intimidate, but she's not going to attack him again. She just okay. wants to be creepy. You want to wipe that smile off his face? Go for it. Yeah. Looking for a 15. She's flexing her hard ass muscle. Oh, Oof. I rolled a 21. That is enough. You tell him that you never stopped fighting and reach past him like getting your face real close to his but like not in a fun sexy way in a like might bite him like who knows (laughs) what you're gonna do you look crazy way and you pull your dagger out of his back and yeah and flip the blood off of it and i'll look over at Gij and i'll say i only really started attacking because i saw eden shoot lightning wait you know eden oh i don't know her but i know who you guys are Gij will look between the rest of the room and he'll say, we have a reputation? I think we've made, <laughs> I think we've made big impressions at many of the places we've visited. Um, I'll poke the, uh, I was about to say, I'll poke the NPC. I'll poke the old man. Is he awake? Yes, he's awake. Um, things are happening as you guys are introducing yourself to Iria. The uh, mercenaries of Tahan's third line begin to... Uh, sort of file around you getting further down the road although the uh, man with the staff continues to fly just above the tree line keeping his eyes on you we look at him well cool it gets to fly um let's let's see if we can't sort out this situation first because i don't want to get in a fight with these fellows again and then if you don't mind elf lady who knows us if we could continue with introductions afterwards eerie is trying to talk to the old man oh Gij won't interrupt her if she tries to do that she says, are you Lewis Carter? Uh, yeah, yes. Who are you? What? what? Uh, Why am I? A- oh, his hands like run around his side and into his pouches. And he says, those, those robbers, you owe me. I don't owe you anything. Uh, what did you find? He looks distracted. He continues to point and yell at the uh, floating man. I want to say this, he will turn and look him in the eye. Well, as best he can, because he wears blindfold. He'll be like, hey. Calm down. We saved you, and we're going to sort this out. You're letting them get away with my money. I I paid them half on, on accepting the job, and they were to get the other half when they finished, and they haven't finished. They haven't. Well, we're going to go in there anyway. You can probably come with us. Just please relax. Hey. We'll then get up and, and run after Floaty Man and his gang to see, you know, what the situation was with them, see if it's been remedied on their on their side. Iria kind of shakes the man a little bit, and she's like, what was your job? Well, I'm... Working for the college. Of- no, I mean, what were you looking for here? Oh, I I suppose if your friends are going to help me, it wouldn't hurt to tell you it's of no interest to folks of your ilk. Uh, I believe... She she raises her eyebrows at him when he says that. I was looking for a, a tome, but not a, not of paper, a stone tome, a, a carving. The way mm-hmm. the, the, the dwarves maintained the knowledge that they believed to be immutable unchangeable and i have most of it he uh points 
towards the gate and near the bottom of it, you can see a large stone slab, about six by three foot uh, on it appears to be, you know, just etchings all the way down, but it is missing a corner of about a foot by a foot. Iria kind of loses interest while he's talking about this and looks around and she's like, yeah, yeah, okay, uh, we'll get back to you. And she stands up and looks over at Sariel and starts walking towards her. Okay, we uh, cut over to Gij real quick. You're able to uh, catch up with these men. You can't quite catch up with Floaty Man because he's 20 feet above your head. Right, so I'll call out to him. Like, hey, hey, come down so I can talk to you. I think not. I like talking to you from this angle. Gij will roll his eyes and say, did did you get your money? What, like, what happened? I did. We completed the job. We took serious losses. And yet he was so brazen as to say we needed to do our job again to go back in. That place is madness. It is not worth the pay to begin with. Hmm. What was it he was looking for? Old knowledge for the college. And did he find it all? We found enough. The man who carried the last piece fell as we fled. Hmm. Oh, actually, um, James, I have the ability, I think it's an ability or is it a feat? Know your enemy. Spend at least one minute observing or interacting with a creature outside of combat. You can learn certain information about its capabilities in comparison to your own. Have I been looking at uh, Floaty Man for more than a minute? Um, sure, we can say that. Which uh, two stats do you want to um, inquire if he is stronger or weaker than you in? Okay, um, what's his HP? Uh, he is, is it, is it just tell you HP? Is that um, what it is? Or is it uh, current, higher or lower current than HP, current HP. Um, so if the, if the creature is equal to, less than, or greater than, in two characteristics of your choice, strength, dex, con, um, constitution, AC, current HP, and fighter level. I don't think he's a fighter, so I'm gonna ask uh, what... His current HP is lower than yours. Interesting. Okay, and, hmm, what about his AC? His AC is significantly lower than yours. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, then Gij will inquire, what, what, what were you running from? What was he running from? Are you asking what this man was running from or what yes. the he old said, man was said, running from? He said one of them fell. The one who had the piece fell because it was running from a monster and it got him, right? Is that what you said? Yes. He looks down to you and says, numerous horrors, shades, oozes, horrors? evil creatures. Hor- horrors. He said horrors. <laughs> oh. Do Jesus. I recognize the... Do I recognize that they're from that group that Sariel, or had, I mean, I don't think Sariel told us because we were in the middle of a fight, but do I know where they're from? Uh, you can make a history check yourself, but also you like walked right past Sariel, so you could have a moment of convenience if Sariel is willing to share that information. Yeah, like that can be a thing that happened. Okay, then I want to do one last thing with um, Flying Man. I'm going to roll an insight to see if he's being on the level with me. Oh, okay. I rolled a 21, critically succeeded. You can tell... An- a number of things about him. One, he is extremely embarrassed. <laughs> uh, two, as far as you can tell, has been very, very on the level with you. Cool. Um, and three, he's, you're pretty sure he's embarrassed, not because he like didn't finish the job, but because it was messy and because he is experiencing fear. Mm. Okay, so he's frightened. Okay, so you will say... Well, as a paladin of Saloon, my group and I will see this man to his objective. You said some of your men fell. Is there anything you'd like me to get from them or, or to try and bring them back to the surface? If there is anything left, bring their insignia. 
He taps his shoulder where the three lines are. On the inside is their name. We will pay you for it if you find us in any city. Okay. At that, Gij will hold out his hand, and he'll say, I'm Gij Loosebolt. He just looks down at you and smirks, I've spent enough time here, and really just zooms away, because the flight spell makes you go real fast. <laughs> okay. His men well, continue to trudge in that direction. Okay. Uh, Including Doorknocker? Including Doorknocker, who uh, continues to hum a little bit. Doorknocker, I got, I got your back, man. You'll be hearing from me. We're going to be go- going places. Doorknocker looks over his shoulder, and the one that does not have a giant uh, doorknocker on it, and yells back in Low Goblin, My name is Street Meat. I know Low Goblin, right? Yeah. Most certain I do, yeah. Street, okay, Street Meat. Street, I like that. That's a good one. It's real good. We're going it's... places, you and I. <laughs> I'll catch you in the future with the revolution. His name actually is in Goblin, so it doesn't like perfectly translate to street meat, but it's like this kind of lightly salted meat that you would find in stalls, generally, that's like very pleasant on a hot day. Mm-hmm. My name is lightly salted meat. Pleasant Pretty much. on a hot day. Okay, excellent. I like that My guy. name is seasonal jerky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, yeah. sorry, I would get along great with this guy. <laughs> okay, so Gij will head back to the group. Yay, you've completed confusing combat. Job, Nobody guys. died. Yay! That's the best part. I don't think but... I even hit anybody. Yeah, I didn't. It's amazing. <laughs> you were very close to just like snapping a dude. <laughs> well, that's how you typically do it. You run up and you kill a guy. <laughs> In our defense, it's, it's that weird new girl who just was like, yo, I'm going to shank someone. I was like, what? Yeah. Well, I mean, Eden did like electrocute someone. That's how, that's how Eden do, though. It was, yeah, it was a tickling. That's, that's kind of my MO. Eden's, so, Eden, Eden's not terribly subtle other than talking. Like, she wants to be subtle, she talks. Otherwise, it's, you're going to get dusted. Yeah. I feel like the way this unfolded is, like, we ran in hard with the bear deception, and then, like, someone else showed up and got stabbed, and we're just like, whoa, whoa. One, that's our job. Two, whoa. Did like, you not get the bear memo? Eerie <laughs> <laughs> is, like, holding her hands up in defense. She's like... Well, the way that I saw it was, uh, there was this whole kerfuffle with a bear, and then, and then, uh, lightning here shot some of her lightning, and I was like, yeah, fight. So I jumped in and I stabbed a guy. I think for Sten it was That's the fair. bear thing, and then the orc started talking, and then there was like this sort of slow-mo romantic music playing <laughs> as, as Sten decided he wanted to be friends with this person. Aww. I'm so bummed that he never got to finish his song. I know. I know. It'll you be. Better see him again. You can. You can do it once we finish the game. And put it as an outtake, James. Uh, no, we're meeting him again. He's gonna be a best friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this. This is one of those things where like James didn't want this to be a side quest, but this is now a side quest. We're gonna go find this mercenary gang <laughs> and become this dude's best friend. Yeah. Uh, All I'm saying is, Sten's gonna need a lieutenant who's disposable and isn't one of us when he goes to become Chieftain. <laughs> Anyway, so Gish will help the old man up. He'll also share the information that he got from Flying Man to the rest of the group. And in a bit, I'm actually going to do... Let me know it's been a minute, because I wanted you to know your enemy on Eria. Okay, um, that, that's what you're supposed to do, is basically be like, I'm watching Eria. Mm-hmm. And Iria, then like, in a minute, I'll tell you what's up. Sure. Eria um, kind of says after everyone's like, well, you, you just showed up and stabbed a guy. She's like, eh, I wasn't going to kill him anyway. And then she finally reaches Sariel and says, 
druid. And she points at her and she's like, my cousin was a druid. That's cool. And then she hands Sariella a letter. She says, this is from Galena. But I don't get a letter. I'm hurt. Uh, oh, that was, uh, Sariella will open it. Iria did not open it. I am reading that now. She hands over a letter that is sealed in blue wax with an octopus sigil. Appears to be uh, on a cursory glance, untampered with. Did you want to read that out loud? Should you read it out loud? Uh, Sariel reads it silently. <laughs> Got good secrets in there, I bet. This ranks for good radio. It's girl secrets. Iria's <laughs> kind of standing there with her hands behind her back, trying to look really innocent. Well, since Sariel's reading this, James, what does my Know Your Enemy tell me about Iria? Which ones oh. are you checking? I mean, I'm sorry, not Iria. This unknown elven rogue. Mm -mm -mm. This unknown elven stabby. Right? Stab, stab. Um, what is her current HP? Uh, lower than yours. Good. Actually, I probably should have asked AC. Um, what is her dexterity? Higher than yours. Higher than mine. Okay, cool. Thank you. What's it say, Sariel? Winter, even if you're reading that to yourself, you should probably read it out loud for the listeners. Gotcha. And then you can be like, I'm keeping this information to myself. For the moment, at least. Uh, the letter reads, Sariel, I'm sending this letter with my friend Iria, the leather-clad elf with three scars on her left cheek. Actually, wait, 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 wait. Should her. we have Galena's disembodied voice read the letter? Because <laughs> it is her letter. That is a good question. What do you think, Amanda? Um, I'm fine either way. Do it. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it would be better if you did it. As, Sorry. as Sariel reads the letter, <laughs> Galena's voice comes into her head. <laughs> Sariel, I'm sending this letter with my friend Iria, the leather-clad elf with the three scars on her left cheek. You can trust her, and you know this is me because you are the only one who knows about my tattoo. Not even Iria knows how to trigger it. I helped her out with some hijinks some time ago. She might come off as incompetent. She's actually really capable and pretty clever. She may seem flighty, but once her trust is won, she is extremely loyal. I put in a good word for you guys. She'll probably be on her best behavior, which isn't saying much. She's going to be excitable around you all because you are new to her, and she's going to want to prove herself, which could lead to some potential overambition. She really is a good friend, I promise. That being said, she does have sticky fingers, is incredibly impulsive, her motivations can be hard to discern, and her need to be impressive can really get annoying. In short, she will grate on Geisha's nerves more than anyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, she is capable, but she will need some supervision. Also, remind her how much you will need the hammer. I tried to tell her how important it is, but she really wants to set things right with Doop. Good luck. Galena. P.S. I'm sorry about the things I said when I was under the Dwarven Madness spell. I didn't mean it. You guys mean a lot to me. P.P.S. And then it says, tell Sten that, but then it's scratched out. Don't die or I'll kill you all over again. I know a necromancer. She is really sweet and would do me favors. Adorable. So, I like to scratch out, tell Sten that. <laughs> what's the takeaway, Sariel? It seems that this is Galena's friend, Iria, and she is our new friend as well. Yes, yes, I'm your friend, she said, smiling really big. I, I am one of Galena's best friends. She's my best friend. She points to herself. Yish feigns a very unconvincing smile. <laughs> Sten gives a big, extraordinarily convincing, almost horrifyingly convincing smile. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sario will tell the party members uh, the exact contents of the letter, but later, not in front of their, their new friend. Iria's kind of like 
dancing around Sariel. What did she say about me? Did she say I was cool? Did she say I was cool? I'm cool. Hey, thanks for stopping me from killing someone. I, uh, I need that advice now and then. I, yeah. Um, I wasn't going to kill him, but I wanted him to myself. Sometimes a little stabbing goes a long way, you know? Oh, so you want, you did want him dead. No, 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 no. I just wanted to scare him. Okay. Okay, good. We're on the same page then. Yeah. As they're making pleasant trees, you'll say, so what was your name, old man? Uh, Ir- Professor. <laughs> Ir- Go for Iria it. pops out of wherever they are, or like from behind the column again, because she's like running around. Oh, that's Lewis Carter. About him. Uh, Professor Lewis Carter. Yeah, yeah. She runs. Professor away. old man Lewis Carter. I'm not that old. Well, Mr. Carter, they're taking the payment, but it's not a problem. We're going to help you get what you need. They said two of their men had what you needed and they fell because of something. If you can point us in that direction as we're going for what we're looking for, we'll help you get it. Oh, ab- absolutely. I, I'm a master of these ruins now. I've been in there for hours. Are you okay to walk? You... Iria uh, laughs loudly when she like kind of runs past them again. Hours. Uh, you, do you have something to say, young lady? Yeah, I've been here before. I, I seriously doubt that. How she many hours have you him. been here? Um, James, how many hours was she here? I don't know, like six or seven. <laughs> uh, she she thinks and she kind of like starts counting on her fingers and she's just like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, old man? Can you beat twelve hours? Uh, no, I, I bet mm. she spent it all in the in the in the gatehouse, cowering. Can you can you Not- walk? Yes, you uh, just I actually feel quite good. I, okay, good. Did you do some right. sort of clerical magic on me? I was trying to do a healing, but then I wasn't sure if you were dying, so I did a spread that I don't know. It whatever it was, it's it's done what it needs to do. Oh, good. Well, I feel spry as a fifteen year old boy. Good, um, good. He's just gonna just start walking from the door because he's he wants to get this this hammer so we can help Sten. Iria, after she hears him accuse her of only making it to the gatehouse and that she spent her time cowering. She sneaks up behind him and grabs him by the shoulders and just whispers in his ear, I made it all the way through the library, and I wasn't cowering like you. Uh, you don't have to roll on that. He's intimidated. Uh, she, She's just smiling at him really creepily, too. You can see the, uh, the facade on his face is a little bit cracked. Uh, he doesn't look super thrilled about going back in but he seems resolute about doing it anyway. Oh, actually. Wait, did Sariel get to hear that there's a library in this place? Yeah, I was going to say, I like Sariel was already kind of interested in all this talk of like tomes and knowledge, and she would have just immediately perked up at the word library. Also, do I know this guy or know of him? Or not I, but like, would Sariel know of this gentleman? That's a good question. Make a uh, history roll. We're only looking for a 10. All right. Aha, I rolled a nine. You're I do not. positive <laughs> that you know this guy, but you can't place him. Hmm. Which happens a lot with you because, like, you leave for a while and humans just get older. It's weird. Right? <laughs> I need to cut that out. Oh, I take it that Sariel told us Iria's name, right? From the letter? Or perhaps Iria even told us her name? Iria would have said, yeah, that's, yeah, I'm Iria. Also known as Iria Bright Shadow. Also known as the Bright Shadow. But don't go telling too many people that. Shall I roll a history to see if I recognize that name, James? Uh, you don't need to. You've seen wanted posters. <laughs> <laughs> like what? For, for stealing. What, for stealing. What, what, just, just for stealing things? Anything that, that would stand out to me? 
every single one of them said F-E-R stealing with a N apostrophe. For stealing? <laughs> okay. And the picture wasn't very good. Um, um, actually, I want to say, but I'll stop short of the door, and I want to use one of my hit dice, because I did take a door breaker to the chest. All right, um, yeah, that, that, that tracks. You guys spend a solid 15, 20 minutes, and in this time, you are able to take a short rest. Lewis is going to take the tablet that is, was leaning against the gate, move it into the underbrush, and cover it with uh, foliage. Gail um, would go over and help him with that task. Yeah, hide it good. Okay, roll a stealth real quick. See how good you are at hiding this thing. As he was only going to be marginally competent. You like, why couldn't I roll that for the history? Uh, Sariel rolled a 19 in stealth. And I do want to say as we're hiding this thing, Sariel would want to know what brought him to the Cold Forge and also what sort of horrors they faced while they were in there. Because going into this blind seems like a terrible plan. Okay, as you are hiding this and you're giving him pointers and merely stepping a couple feet away makes it fade into the underbrush like there's nothing strange at all there. He tells you, I'm an archaeologist for the College of Slograda. Uh, I'm here under my patron Harold. And have you heard of him, Deep Tread? Short fella. Oh, oh, you we do You seem know of a scholarly uh, way about you. I- in- anyway, in-, in this place, we should expect uh, spectral uh, creatures. Inanimate, I paid extra to those to those ruffians to have their blades silvered. I hope you have some means to uh, defend yourself against such thing. One of the one of the uh, mercenaries nearly lost their foot to an ooze. They're very difficult to see. Uh, other than that, there are things we never quite laid eyes on, but we knew they could see us. And there's also a madman, but we killed him. A madman? That was juicy. Yeah. Huh. James. I'm sorry, really quick. Can I say that I put on my, my shadowy cloak? Yeah, definitely. Cool. It's going to be Party. shadowy in there. Yee. Sariel would confide in him that she had been a librarian in Zelgrada for a period and was familiar with Harold. And while the part about a madman piqued her interest, she wouldn't press it. That Harold, always pressing further and further, but he never came to this place, always too scared that the curse may extend to halflings, you know. Oh. Sariel would nod thoughtfully. It had been a long time since she had last seen Harold. That he always had good stories, and always, to her at least at the time, seemed completely fearless. So she's kind of surprised that he wouldn't come here himself. Well, he's also grown rather old. Not like me, young and spry. <laughs> How old is this guy, actually? Here he is laughing. He's somewhere between like 55 and 70. Gij will pipe in. So wait, what about a madman? Oh, we heard him screaming in the distance at first, and then he came towards us, uh, warning us away at first, but then screaming that we would be stuck in this place forever, and he drew a knife and rushed us. Uh, One of those ruffians, uh, I believe he goes by the moniker of Shanks, stabbed him. When he says he drew a knife and rushed him, Iria, who's been kind of like running around everyone excitedly, turns to him, draws a knife, and runs at him, and she says, like this? Ah, no, no, not like not like that. He was surrounded <laughs> by maddening whispers. Oh, I can't do that. She oh, just walks it's, away. It's a good thing. May I ask why you are all here? I, I know this fine young woman is uh, a master of of a master scholar, much like myself. But what 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 do you seek in the stone library? Well, I want to get 
my friend's hammer to give it back to his brother. My late friend. He unfortunately uh, passed away when I was here last. I'm, sh I'm sure you'll have trouble finding a hammer in a dwarven hold. <laughs> oh, no, this is a very, very specific... I will remember it. I traveled with him for a long time and was very familiar with that hammer. Plus, I, I know exactly like... where it is. I would like to say at her mention of this, Yiji's going to slow down a little bit and then tap Sten's chest and, like, rub his fingers together and then put his thumb to his nose, being like, give me some spores. <laughs> well, yeah, can we hear this? Yeah, I imagine we're all walking, right? I imagine this is not happening clandestinely. Oh, okay. Once, once Gij inter interjected himself, especially. Okay. Well, Stan will be like, oh, you know where the hammer is? But he'll also um, acknowledge what Gij is doing and, and give him a hit of mushroom. <laughs> um, and then he'll quickly give a pinch to Sariel and Eden. Hang on, we're just sniffing our friends. Um, does Zero oh, see this? Pardon us while we just take some drugs. These are our friends. We sniffed them. Does Iria see that at all? Um, <laughs> I, I was assuming she clearly would, but <laughs> I, I want to. I don't know. Should we? Should, I'll say Gish is attempting to be stealth, but he's not terrible. He's not trying terribly hard, so I won't be frustrated if I like fail Wait, it horribly. Is, isn't she talking directly to Sariel right now? Well, no, she was talking to. Um, oh, the old guy. Uh, yeah, uh, Professor Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's uh, just rolling sleight of hand versus her passive perception. Oh, um, she, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna do the job in general Iria's like moving around a lot and looking around a lot so even if she is talking to someone she'll like look them in the eyes for a couple of seconds and then look around at everything else for a couple of seconds and she's very very uh hyperactive okay now I need to embarrass myself where the heck is sleight of hand it's in skills I feel it's like right Sten would it's be third there it is bottom. okay got it got it got it uh, I rolled a twenty-one. Oh, in nice. So I, I feel like Sten wouldn't actually be trying to hide what he's doing so much as maybe be so oblivious that it's even something to hide that it. Maybe that's still sleight of hand, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like if there's like the he's possibility, so doing it she so doesn't casually see you. It's sleight of hand. Okay. Okay. Oh well, Sten critically <laughs> failed, so that's about what we'd expect from Sten. Uh, <laughs> so Gish, as you are just so casually like taking the drugs, you know, turning casually away to look up into the sky and, you know, oh, rub my eye, but then <laughs> put a finger down and snuff the little bit on your finger. Sten, right behind you, draws attention by uh, sneezing <laughs> really loud. Oh, Chub, it's potent today, Chub. It was Waddle's fault. Iria's -uh. like, Iria <laughs> sees Sten obviously like snorting something after sneezing and she's like, ooh, what's that? Oh, it's good stuff. These are my friends. Good. What? what wait. Oh, yeah. Galena told me about the mushrooms. Hi, Does... little guys. Hey, Iria. <laughs> Does Iria take some? Um. Wait. No, I was gonna say, do do Eden and Sariel take any before Iria takes some? Because I did do a pretty good sleight of hand. That's true, but uh, Sten totally beefed. I Sten sold you out <laughs> on accident. I Sten. Well, and Sten's so oblivious. I feel like he wouldn't even know to. To to ha he doesn't really understand what you're doing here because he's right. he, he immediately likes Iria and like is totally fine <laughs> with talking to her about everything. Uh, it's least. up to specifically poor Gish, Sariel, and Eden if they want to like quickly snuff some before Iria becomes interested enough to snuff some herself. Uh, you know what? I'm I kind of want to go for it. Yeah. Yeah, get in here. Better Share safe the love, than sorry. Everyone. 
Okay, I want to say in the brief moments before Iria can get her hands on it, he's going to quickly think, do we tell her we, we want the hammer too? Iria's going to be tickling the little mushrooms, and then she's going to also ask Sten, like, hey, hey, I feel a little left out here. Yeah, don't, don't bogart them as mushrooms. Yeah, no, here, here you go. These are my friends. I we, we met them in a basement, and one of them died. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. Um, so I'm gonna be honest. I uh, Sten was totally gonna blab about the hammer, like 100. <laughs> percent Okay, well, in hold fact, on. I was planning if I had gotten a chance to talk to her about the hammer before she, you we even got over here. So I feel um, like Sten would just blab about the hammer. Well, then can can we have them respond just for comedic effect with you immediately going right afterwards and then blabbing it? Wait, who who respond? What? Gij wanted everyone to have some spores before Iria did to see if we should disclose that we're going for the hammer because she also wants the hammer. No, I understand. Yeah. Um, so should sorry. we at least for comedic effect have Eden and Sara respond? Oh, and sure. Regardless, yes, 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 yes. you're just like, yeah, we want a hammer too. All right, we're doing lines. Let's go. <laughs> just a little, just a little, just a little snuff. You will urgently feel Geesh think at you. Quick, quick, what do we do? Do we tell her? You will I... muddily feel Geesh think mm -hmm. at you through there mushroom you voices. Uh, Geesh wants to know your thoughts. Something about a hammer? <laughs> oh, I will think back at him that I think it would be best to hold off on that for now. Sariel would know that Iria knows they want the hammer. Oh. Yeah, I think that was, yeah. So Sariel would probably try to start to express that, and then Sten would just be like, yeah. <laughs> so Sten's confused, but he's just going to like lose himself in the, the happy friendship drugs. Um, <laughs> and be like, yeah, Iria, get on on this. You seem like a trustworthy sort. Yes, Despite... I am. Yeah, totally. The first <laughs> like... thing we saw her do was stab a dude in the face. Well, I who among us has not murdered in the newcomers back. all the time? Well, in Fair any enough. case, so yeah, I heard you talking about this hammer in there, and I've got this evil sword, and Sten will just pull out the sword and kind of brandish it. This thing, believe it or not, and Sten's sort of, even if the mushroom drugs don't actually have this effect to Sten, they do, because he's an idiot. This sword here... I wake up in the middle of the night and it's in the bed with me. And sometimes Hot. it's a woman. No, it's not. It's terrifying and I need to destroy it. And oh, it also, okay, okay. I just stabbed Glenna multiple times. You know Glenna. Oh, Multiple yeah. times. So it's she bad. Did, so we need she, that hammer. She did complain about that a little bit to me. But uh, she mentioned that, huh? Otherwise, she had some pretty nice things to say about you. And Iria kind of like nudges him with her elbow and wiggles her eyebrows at him. That's good. I try to be a good friend. I want to uh, say as Sten uh, just openly discloses all this, he's just pinching the bridge of his nose. Iria's got her eyes fixed on Sten's what, fancy sword. She's going to use keen eye to appraise it. Oh, cool. Uh, real quick, Sten, that's still sheathed, right? Yeah, Sariel's going to look over and raise an eyebrow and ask, are you even able to put that away without drawing blood once you've drawn it? He didn't say he drew it. He said he took it out. So okay, I'm assuming okay. that you like... <laughs> Have it sheathed, holding it in front of you. I am, yes, yes. Okay, Not okay, like, okay. You're like casually drawing it. And you're like, get ready. You're about to get a first exactly. person experience. You're going to um. see how Sten greets people. <laughs> are, are, have we entered yet, James? Are we just kind of like walking in and we're just kind of talking to each other? Since there was some talk of actually like poking mushrooms and stuff like that, I assume you guys have like just barely entered. Okay. So this massive stone gate no less than 30 feet high with two massive intricately carved doors that look very weather-worn don't open and seem like they haven't for an extremely long time. And the But there is a vaguely humanoid-shaped hole 
broken in the bottom, which appears to have debris on both sides where someone just, like, through grit and force of will, just chipped through this door eventually. Well, this is street meat. How did you get in before, Iria? Uh. This was here then. This is an old hole. Oh, okay. This was an old hole. Oh, Gross. Okay. <laughs> but yes, you guys are, I'm assuming, in the darkness of this uh, gatehouse. Oh, there was one other thing I wanted to ask the professor was, um, did this madman, did he have a name? Did he, how did he look? We didn't stop to ask. Right, but I mean, once he was dead, you could look at him. What did he look like? We didn't stop to make sure he was dead either. We stabbed him. He fell. We kept running. Mm. Seems like a bad plan. I always stab like five times to make sure that people are dead. Iria looks very self-important. We had wraiths on our tail. Oh. Do we know uh, what wraiths are? Wait, actually, uh, yeah, you're... they're the big black hooded guys from Lord of the Rings who mm-hmm. suck their soul out. <laughs> Dementors? Um, wait. Uh, I think I'm combining the two in my head. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much accurate, if I recall correctly. Um, do I, my hammer, my new hammer isn't silvered, right? Uh, no, not so far as you can tell. Oh, this is going to be bad. It's real bad. Iria keen-eyed his sword. Ah, yes. You can tell that just the fine make and the clear implication that it is magic that Sten is giving you, that this sword would go for a lot of money, an exceptional amount of money. That is, if you could convince people that it wasn't cursed. She kind of dances back and forth on her feet for a second and then runs over to Sariel. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just, just... Assuming Sariel sees this, Sariel makes a mental note to not wait very long to tell people she has sticky fingers. <laughs> I mean, I guess that works for me, to be fair. Yeah. When she gets to Sariel, she just goes, So, Druid, eh? What's your thing? Plants? Animals? Rocks? My cousin was really into plants, if you know what I mean. Sariel raises an eyebrow, but <laughs> honestly isn't that surprised. Elves are weird. Um, <laughs> dru- druids are weird. Uh, she would answer animals, mostly. But I'm starting to get a hang of that plant thing. Cool, cool. My cousin had this really cool, like, spore thing that could take over the body of something else and it was pretty awesome we ended up doing some cool things with it she's kind of uh off the grid though i do miss her (laughs) as iria is casually mentioning this your eyes are adjusting those of you with low light vision especially begin to see the interior of the gatehouse as you have ducked through the breach which appears to be large enough for one large humanoid, so someone about eight feet tall could probably fit through pretty easily. And people have clearly been here. Every surface that can be has been defaced by scratches. The ground is covered in rubble, as well as detritus and like signs of camps, little circles where there was clearly a fire, but there's a bunch of them. There's old backpacks that appear to have been full when they were abandoned. You see many alcoves that appear to be about 10 feet high. They appear to be empty. To Mm. your left and right are stairways up to a raised area with what looks like arrow slits that look down into the room you're in. And in front of you is a secondary gate that is completely breached. It looks like it was by the rubble around it. It looks like it was slammed outwards. And... Beyond it is a tunnel that stretches into the darkness much further than you can see. 
but looks to be about wide enough for two carts to very easily pass alongside each other. Gij will make his uh, holy symbol light up on his lapel, and he'll say, all right, guys, get out silvered weapons. They said that the... Wait, who said that? Someone said that. I think the the mercs did, right? Uh, no, that was the... <laughs> yes, the professor. Oh, okay. He's like, all right, everyone, get, get your silvered weapons ready. If you have any. Technically, I think... So, so not to be annoying, but I, I think they actually... Wait, did he say that just privately to Sariel? Uh, I want to say it was within earshot of everyone. Okay, And, okay, cool. like, even I'm though glad. it didn't play out, Sariel definitely would have been. So, hey, guys, this is the thing. He mentioned it both privately to Sariel and then again to Geesh with everybody listening. You're just going to look through the abandoned backpacks. Yes, I also would like to do that as I want everyone to get their weapons, uh... Get out their silver weapons. Does anyone not have a silver weapon? Yeah, about that. So ironically, I feel like the only weapon I have that can actually hurt things in here might be the sword. No, no, we're not going to let that happen. Um, do I? I remember back when we fought Yanni. Or my fire of prophecy. I mean, magical. That might work too. too. Her Wait, name was Yanni, right, James? Uh, yes, the uh, were panther. Right. I ground up a silver coin. Do I still have any ground up silver left over? I believe you have one. Okay, so... It's silver, like, held in oil, so it's something that will stay on your blade for several hits at least. Right, so I'm going to hand that to Sten. Like, put that on the sword I gave you. Not your, uh... Actually, wait. You do have fire. Who doesn't have something that that's silvered? I don't what about know. Iria's, um, Sariel? Uh, Professor, Sariel... do you guys have silvered weapons? Sariel does not, but Sariel fights mostly with magic. So you'll be fine. Uh, what about you, Yuria? James, you gotta tell me if one of her daggers is silver or her rapier. I don't remember if I have her rapier with me. Maybe. Uh, let's do say I? you do. Okay. Is and something let's silver? say it is. The rapier? Yes. Okay. And what about you, okay. Professor? He pulls out a short sword. It appears to have some silver inlay along the edge. Good. Okay. <laughs> I tell you what, you, you, you take this, Sten. Just, just this way, you know, you can output a lot of damage with a weapon. And he'll give Sten the a silver blood root, and he'll start to look through the bags as well as Iria. And once yeah. that's resolved, he's going to just start grinding up a silver coin as they walk. I rolled a 17 perception as I look through the backpacks. Okay, Geesh, do you want to uh, assist her or search on your own? I was trying to search on my own, so I feel oh, like... Oh, no. I probably dropped something. <laughs> I, got, I rolled a critical <laughs> fail. Okay, so Geesh... You are looking through backpacks. Most of them appear to be full of rusted equipment. One backpack, as you attempt to lift it, like crumbles to dust, and you're sure that it was made of leather, so it's like super old. Mm. Okay. Iria, as you are looking through these packs, you don't find much of anything, but you do Darn. find something that looks strange. Uh, it looks cool. to be like it's a clay plug that you might put in like a shower huh but it's got a rune carved in the front can uh, i do keen eye on that you don't know what it is so no okay uh, roll an arcana real quick geesh i want you to roll a constitution save awesome let's get sick oh no i rolled a five in arcana i rolled an 18 in constitution geesh you open up a pack that is full of mold the moment yeah. you crack it, spores erupt into your face, and it's very unpleasant. 
in general, you cough, you tear up, and you feel pretty bad for about five minutes, but your system toughs it out and ejects all the bad spores from yourself without any uh, effect. What happened? Uh, you don't suffer any negative effect because Thank your goodness. constitution save was high enough. As for Iria, you don't know what that is. You okay. know it's not trash. That's it. Okay, I sniff it. I kind of test it between my teeth, and then I turn to uh, Sariel, and I'm like, you are smart with books. Here, you can have this. It smells kind of It smells kind of coppery, and when you uh, nibble on it, it's soft enough that you could bite off a chunk. Like your teeth, your teeth makes indents. Okay, she. Um, so yeah, I just hand it to Sariel, and then um, I'll walk over to Eden since I haven't really talked to her much yet. Hello, hello. You have pretty hair. I have pretty hair. I think this we'll is... get along just fine. Yes. Oh, swish, swish, swish. <laughs> I uh, will offer the most majestic swish I can muster. Performance, <laughs> quick, very important. Five. <laughs> I uh, I flip my hair and it whips around and slaps me in the face. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. Eden rolled a nineteen. Yeah, you do. You you show her how noble swish. <laughs> All right, wow. now we're getting down to business. You look like you're yes, in a shampoo girl. commercial. It's real. It's, Wait, it's did hard. you just roll to like swish your hair? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, yes. don't you do it? Okay, so you guys have uh, Gish and area have been sort of uh, looking around through these ratty old packs and piles of like cooking equipment and the like finding relatively little except for this one little uh, clay looking plug. Um, Magical butt plug. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to go in. (laughs) I mean, we're not keeping that in the audio. We'll see. Um, Oh, all right. (laughs) James is open-minded. Uh. At some point, James just stopped trying to get us to not say naughty things. I was really proud of myself for not pointing out the keen eye on my sheath stored. Oh, no. It was was like (laughs) so bad. I didn't even notice that. Okay, I I honestly thought you were intentionally doing it, and I was like, I'm not going to color on it. I'm not going to color. Y'all need tables are turned, Amanda. Um, Anyway. Iria's aware of Galena's crush, so she's kind of like... Because I think you literally said to appraise this... Like, yeah, it was... It was she's assessing the goods for her friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it even I'm made a... sense in character, so I totally oh, no. thought that was the intention. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get back to this. You guys are doing an honest-to-God dungeon crawl. You guys are in this room. It appears to be full of trash, for the most part. Sariel, you are handed a clay-looking plug with a rune on one of the flat edges. Well, what is that all about? It's a dreidel. I is it? No, I don't no, think Jude is Moses <laughs> Needlehawk. Uh, does it? No, I don't think he does. He's a paladin. He'd know. <laughs> Feel free to roll an Arcana to try to assess exactly what this is all about. I will do that thing. Oh no! You know what? I feel like I kind of jinxed myself because I was thinking about the critical fails that had happened. Like, oh no! Please don't oh, no. let this be a critical fail. Uh, it was not, but it was only a five. So. Okay. You you don't know what it is. You can tell that the rune is probably dwarvish, but it's like underhill dwarvish. Okay. Like it looks sorry, old. sorry, I'll be like, I'll just put this away for later. Can Sten be like, is there, is there fine craftsmanship in this place? Or is it just sort of yes. barren? It's, so imagine a room that used to be so pretty and carved everywhere, but like 
everywhere that somebody could reach is defaced. Oh, like, yeah. What about, like, ceilings and stuff? The ceiling has pockmarks in it, like something, a bunch of very small objects hit the ceiling at, like, high velocity, but the Mm -hmm. things that you can still see is, like, this big mural of, you know, dwarves coming out of the mountain, and so far as you can tell, there's a lot of, like, them holding objects above their heads and being like, this is the thing. <laughs> well, Stan will admire this craftsmanship. I don't know if that takes the form of any role looking for anything it does. out of the ordinary. Roll and investigate. Do any of the things look like the butt plug? We just... <laughs> Guys, really? Five, five, five. Come on now. Sten rolled an 11 in admiration. This stonework is impeccable. And the fact that it's survived for so long, the fact that this very cavern has survived so long is pretty mind-boggling like the structural engineering of it just alone is very impressive but you do see that the as you're looking at the mural and admiring the handiwork you also notice the content involves a lot of like the dwarves coming out and it's very clear that they are like finding things and one of them is holding like the sun above its head and one is holding like you know grain and like they're they but they're all bringing it back to the mountain what was the crap what's the name of the 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 master of the House of Stone that I hated. Was that Faust? Yes, Faust Atano. Yeah. I wish Faust could see this. He couldn't touch this stuff. Nay, he could not. Not if in only a cameras, thousand years. If only cameras were invented, I could rub it in his face later. Stupid Chica Faust. Slate. What'd you say? Chica Slate. Oh, Chica ha, ha. Slate, yeah. Good one. Good one. Gij will gather himself after coughing his head off and notice there's a rune on it. And he's like, why haven't you shown Eden... Eri is still talking to Eden, um, and she's like, so how do you reconcile being a noblewoman and also being an adventurer? Do you much prefer being on the road, or do you miss, like, balls and pretty dresses and such? I do miss it a little bit, but not as much as I used to when we first started out. The more I get used to this, the more I actually think I prefer it. Yeah, she high-fives Eden. I will high-five back. I mean, like, nice jewelry is nice sometimes, but, you know, it's kind of hard to run in a corset. She looks around at, at a Gij and Sariel looking at the thing she handed Sariel, and she's like, do you want to take a look at this magic thing that I found? At least I think it's magic. I don't know. I can't tell. I'm not good with magic. What is it? It looks like a plug with, like, a rune on it, uh, but it wasn't very interesting to me. But it does look like it could be interesting to someone who knows what it could be. Okay, well, can I, I'm going to go ahead and roll Arcana, see what I can figure out about it, or what I might already know. Ooh, Eden rolled a 20 in Arcana, not bad. Nice. The moment, Eden, you finish your hair-tossing contest and your deep discussion about the changes your life has gone through recently, uh, you take a moment to, ch- to check out this plug and almost immediately recognize it. It's the substance it is made out of itself. It's not clay, it's dragon's mud. It is this world's equivalent of C4. It is a very (laughs) stable substance. If there is just a a candle nearby, it wouldn't explode. But any magical energy, specifically lightning or fire-based, would make it detonate. And as you're looking at the rune, it is the rune for fire. Oh, (laughs) nice. Also, what the f*** is C4? You mean you don't know what C4 is in real life? No, I, I have no idea. Oh, it's, it's like a plastic an explosive, right? Yeah. 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 So it's basically like this malleable, like, squishy 
substance that you can shape however you want. And then if you pass electrical current through it, it will explode. Oh, cool. Eden, you are aware that this substance's primary ingredient is dragon's blood. Ooh. And is very expensive. Wow. This is definitely not going to be a good butt plug, especially if things get a little hot. Mm-hmm. Geesh pinches My the bridge God. of his nose again. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a risk I would not be I, willing to take. I like how this is our, this is the first room in the ancient, like horribly haunted dungeon. <laughs> Enjoy your butt plug jokes while you can. Uh, one more thing you discover, Eden, as you are looking over this and you scrape your thumbnail through the material because it's relatively soft, just hard enough to hold its shape for the most part. And inside, you see a small like chunk of metal, and very quickly realize that it is filled with them. Like a little grenade. It's a shrapnel uh, grenade. Yep. Wow. Painful. Okay. Well, I feel like we've seen everything we need to see here. Where did you um, usual turn to the professor? He's like, so where where did they drop the tablets? I believe Echol lost his life in the stacks near the annex. Not too deep. We can get there without, hopefully, without provoking the shades. Wait, what are shades? The wraiths. Oh. The undead. The, the creatures of spirit and shadow. Right, right, right. Do we know where the hammer is? I know where it is, Uria says, thinking. And I want to say at this moment, Gij has upturned the vial of spores on his thumb and holds it over to the professor. I, I don't do recreational drugs. It's not, it's, no, this is... Loosen are, up, buddy! These are <laughs> telepathic... Slaps, wink, wink! These are telepathic myconid spores. They'll allow us to communicate without speaking. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, if all the young kids are doing it, why can't I? He s sniffs it and then immediately is like, oh, they're in my head. Yeah. They're very talkative. I guess, because you knew, probably. At the very least, they'll let us communicate if there's dangers around without, you know, actually alerting the danger. Ooh, wait, can I have some of those? I don't think Yuri actually got any before. Oh, you did? I'm pretty sure oh, Yuri got some already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's on mushrooms right now. The mushroom line is full. We're all connected to the mushroom net. I'm going to say that Iria is continuously saying hi to the mushrooms and they're saying hi back and it's just like a, an endless loop. Hello! She's so polite. Stan hey. would be greatly enjoying that if that was happening. You just grimacing more. Um, I guess we've okay. done everything we can here, so let's proceed. You have three exits. North, east, and west. Ah, the classic north, east, and west. Why does it look in the map that there's only north? Yeah, I only uh, see the gatehouse and a north exit. There are rooms within the gatehouse. Like I said, there are stairways up. The wall of the room that the door leads into has a bunch of arrow slits. Okay, so you know where the hammer is, Iria? Um, yes. Which way? Um, I remember, I think I, I think it's just going straight down the hallway. I think, I don't, I don't, I remember I trust the you. Map. Let's do it. Gij yeah, will then I'm... ask one more time, uh, the professor's like, wait, how deep are those tablets? They, they were in the stone library. Oh, so in the same direction. Okay, well then... Yeah. We'll be walking through there. Take lead, Iria. Yes, he she says intends with... to go all the way to the stone library again. I, I mean, I will assist you because you are assisting me, but I warn you, it gets much more dangerous in there. There are, there are guardians, ancient and terrible. Well, they're pretty. We'll, we'll, we'll either reason with them or destroy them. More likely the latter. Yep. Okay, so you guys begin to head down the large hallway. Yeah, wherever well, Iria says it, it leads, yeah. As you're heading down this, you begin to see large gateways on either side, but as you peek in them, you find that they are very clearly uh, warehouses. 
they are large, and for the most part, they are completely empty. Much like the gatehouse itself, it seems this place has been worked over pretty well over the ages, and very little remains. In addition to walking down this hall, any sound you make echoes far into the distance, and you begin to hear strange noises that you notice, for the most part, are not coming from the air, but coming from the rock itself, from the floor. Mm-hmm. Does anybody try to explore that further? Yeah, Iria's gonna, as she's walking forward, she's in a crouch, like she's very seriously stealthing, even though everyone can see her down the hall, and then she hears the noises and she flattens herself on the ground with her ear pressed to the ground. Okay, roll a perception. Thirteen. As Iria presses her ear to the floor, you hear almost the equivalent of when you're in the subway and a train is coming. The ground shakes, and something something that causes a primal fear to bubble up within you, your hair stands on end. The sound is faint and clearly beyond many tons of stone. It has a Doppler effect, altering pitch and loudness as it clearly grows closer and then further away. Your mind tries to parse this, but Azeria has encountered something like this before. This is the sound of a dragon roaring in the deep below her eyes is this a dungeon with a dragon (laughs) oh my god and we Um, will wrap for the evening Ah! and it only took like two years (laughs) sorry guys (laughs) finally got the dragon now we're all gonna die Our heroes have begun their descent into the Cold Forge with the illustrious Professor Carter and a mysterious new companion. But will this dungeon require crawling or turn out to be a walk in the dark? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes. Oh, sorry. I thought I'd muted. You're dragging chains around? No, I was scooting my plate. <laughs> it did sound like some sort of like hideous scythe on the end of a chain. Hey, hey. <laughs> You know what? Well, I'm not going to make it, that joke. We don't well, it do. is my it is oh, my birthday. Jesus. Oh God! Let's just move on. <laughs> I was so right. excited for uh, either like more talking or more fighting with this uh, mercenary crew because they have a lot of cool abilities. Damn it! And they all oh, just left. No. I want to be friends with them all. They better come I... back. Maybe they'll come save us. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> is these guys are mercenaries, so that at any point, if you can find them, you can hire them. Like the 18. Uh, yes, like, yes. we're going to hire you to be our friend. <laughs> <laughs> what is it you want to do then? Just hang out, smile at us, make me feel tell, like tell someone us stories. cares about me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sing to us about your weaponry. Door knocker. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome, James. I feel like I feel like we, we, we blew an amazing opportunity there. <laughs> it was actually door breaker, right? I like oh, that. door breaker, right.